Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Warlike Wade, Malefic Mark, and Barbaric Bob. This week, the rebel raconteurs pull back the curtain on the hidden horrors in your own homes. Yes, it's time for Humanity is Bad. Please prepare for the augmentation of thy free-floating guilt and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome once again to Distractable. I will be your host for today. My name is Bob, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts. I know, by my competitors, uh, who I will be lording over, uh, Mark and Wade. Hello. What's up, y'all? Oh, not much. I'm good. You there, Wade? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you don't know by now, it doesn't really matter, but I'll tell you how this works. This is a podcast where we talk about anything we want. The host is technically in charge of what we talk about, and for some reason, there's points. Mm. To this day, I have not figured out what the system for the points is. It's arbitrary. It's meaningless. What's that? What's that thing Drew Carey always said? Show where the points are made up, and... Nope. The show don't matter. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Oh. Yeah, that's the one. That's this. We are the Whose Lines in Any Way of podcasts, except it's not necessarily funny. But maybe it's funny. It's better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, you're really selling this podcast here. Hey, they're already listening. Uh-huh. Um, what do we usually do next? Small talk. <laughs> right. Small talk. Look at the script here. Um, I don't know what it's like to be a human, so I'm trying to make sure I include all of the requisite parts of this, but uh-huh. I live in my office. I play video games most of the time. I'm an adult. What do you guys do with your time? Video games? <laughs> I, uh, you know, make videos, trying to learn Korean, doing all kinds of self-improvement stuff, uh, generally being... Chewing uh, your food? Yeah, chew- I have been chewing my food. It has fundamentally changed my life, and I am more depressed the more I think about it. <laughs> Damn. I have a bombshell of a topic that you're about to have to scramble to make conversation about. The topics that I, I bring are never that good. I hope it's eggs. Mm. What? You said scramble, and I'm really talking about eggs. I'm hungry. It's like lunchtime. It's like the afternoon for you, bro. Eggs are breakfast or dinner. There's no such thing as breakfast for lunch. That's not a thing. But brunch? That's breakfast and lunch, not breakfast or lunch. Go on. I don't even... I don't... <laughs> Fine, you can have breakfast for lunch. Yes! Freaking weirdo. Okay, today's topic. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. It's a real ripper. <sighs> I hate humanity. Whoa. All right. People are bad. Uh-huh. People are selfish. People are rude, uh-huh. cruel to each other. Oh, wow. I don't like it. And my challenge to you is to change my mind. Oh, God. Okay. What if I agree? With you? Yeah. What if we agree? Would you like the inspiration for this? Maybe that will yeah, okay. make it a little more clear. We've all seen on social media, on, on Reddit, there are entire subreddits of this on TikTok, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And wherever you might look, if you scroll long enough, you'll come across a video. I'll play one out for you because I feel like a lot of people have seen this. There's a very fancy car parked next to the curb. And there's an older person standing next to the curb looking kind of tired. It's nighttime. It's the end of a long day. This older person looks like they're exhausted, run down. It's been a hard day. They're sweeping up the trash, presumably in front of their store or their place where they work or whatever, right? Trying to finish and go home get some rest. And as they're standing here, you know, sweeping up things, trying to finish the day's work, the nice car, the window rolls down and a plastic bottle flies out 
and the person sweeps it up. And then a napkin flies out, person sweeps it up. Eventually, some other way too muscular, wealthy looking dude emerges in the back of the frame, sees what's happening, walks up to the car, takes the thing of trash that the, the person has been scooping, sweeping off the sidewalk, dumps it in the window of the fancy car. The guy in the fancy car is outraged, tries to get out. The big buff rescue man slams the door back shut, points at him, yeah. fade to black text reads there is some good in humanity i don't believe it i've seen that video too many times clearly staged clearly fake uh, i challenge you to scour either your own minds or the internet itself to convince me that people aren't terrible selfish unsalvageable nightmares that are just bad all around uh -huh. for each other and for the environment and everything okay I that's got my it. challenge i am going to take it a step further and then i'm going to go even a step further beyond that mm -hmm. because i'm already going to assume that humanity has no hope and we are removed from the equation what is the next animal to evolve into a bipedal big-brained creature that deserves to take over the earth horny toad yeah, but he just had that ready to go horny toad yeah what do you think horny means in this context? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Covered in horns? Okay, Spiky good. protrusions? Right. Likes to fuck? Ah, oh, there it is. There it is. It's like a dictionary definition of horny. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in horns, spiky protrusions, likes to fuck. That probably isn't there. <laughs> you know, there's like italics and bold. There's a yeah. special font that exists in the dictionary that you have to read it in that voice. Uh -huh. Covered in horns, yeah. you know, pointy, pointy extruders. Likes to fuck? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like underlined italics bold. That's how you have to read that. The first person that found the horny toad, he was writing down, and doth I found this strange frog had horns, loved to fuck, incredible creature. <laughs> Will procure a sample. I like to think that it was the same thing, but he, he actually changed his complete demeanor. It was covered in horns, seems to be quick on the move, eats its prey with its tongue. Likes to fuck? What happened to me? Wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> this is all in the book, of course, you know. It's written down a Likes to fuck? Seemed to have been possessed by a demon. What the hell came over me? This is somehow 100% conveyed through text only. <laughs> it seems to have some kind of psychedelic excretion from the surface of its skin. Loves the peen. <laughs> goes from using his index finger and his thumb holding the pencil just like holding it in his whole hand and just writing it becomes crayon somehow likes to fuck lies to fuck sure anyway sure. i was gonna go a different direction than that because I, I actually was having a conversation with amy kind of about this where uh we were talking about how like humans are kind of messed up in that we have an upper limit of how big our brain can be uh because of how big vaginas are in general mm -hmm. and this is connected this is connected this is connected wade this is connected trust me talking to you wade it's connected trust you me. had me at vaginas all right cool because you can only birth a baby of such size head before it just doesn't work or kills the baby or kills you. You know what I mean? You were born. I was born and I, I was, I was, got him. Oh, I was, uh, you have a good point. I was at the upper limit. No, I'm, I was just back in Cincinnati and my mom, every time I come back home, tells me the story of how I was born. No, I'm not joking. This pants is, down and is like, you no. see this? <laughs> Let's get in here. Compare this. Look at this photo, Mark. Look what you did to me. No, 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 no. I but this time I, I got a very detailed explanation of how I, a 10-pound, three-ounce baby, almost killed her with the size of my head. 
and there's an upper limit. But I was also talking about this, you know, kind of kangaroos got the right idea. I don't know if it's all marsupials in general, but kangaroos got the right idea because when they have a baby and kangaroos are scary and, and muscular and weirdly already bipedal. Oh yeah, we saw them up close and personal. Yeah, but they have a pouch, right? So they don't give birth to a big old baby. They give quote unquote birth to a small baby that crawls into the pouch and then continues to grow from there. Whereas the head size, are you getting me? doesn't really have the same upper limit. Mm -hmm. It's like you can raise a baby uh, and, and like when you think about it, the whole pouch system, like it, it's always with the mother, it frees up the mother's hands. You know, what if, what if, if humanity dies out and then another few million years, kangaroos take over the world and then suddenly there's an even bigger upper limit to what the brain could be because there's no risk of uh, babies dying. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take what you got a step further. Okay, even further, go. What if we intentionally start having babies mm -hmm. at like six, months and then we just have like a surrogate kangaroo and we put the baby in there for three more months uh -huh. and then we take it back out and raise it okay yeah it's nature's incubation chamber that's not like a solution for people with means i just imagine <laughs> a neighborhood of high society types you just see how a bunch much of... could a kangaroo cost how much could yeah. a kangaroo possibly cost google how much is kangaroo okay yes two thousand dollars females go for three thousand it costs more to just have a baby in general these days you can yeah. save all that money at the hospital with the prenatal whatnots. Get rid of your car. Get rid Just of your ride car. the kangaroo. There are other questions. What do kangaroos eat? We've hand fed them. They eat those weird seed ball things they give you at the desk. Grass, leaves. Okay, well, we got a lot of grass and leaves. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay, I'll give that to you. We Americans were obsessed with like grass. So you just can't live in California where there's fires. You got to live in a place with some greenery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many kangaroo murders per year? Less than people <laughs> murders, and we live with those next door. Oh, well, that's not what I was looking for. Over the <laughs> past 20 years, 90 million kangaroos and wallabies have been lawfully killed for commercial purposes. Oh, God, no. Oh, that's not what I was just trying to Google. That's a lot of babies that we could have had. That's another point to the whole humans being terrible thing. Oh, yeah, no, you guys are really driving it down. Yeah, yeah, just no. be rescuing my opinion of humanity. No, well, I mean, we there's kinda, no reason to. We kind of jump ship from there, yeah. We don't want to lie to you, Bob. Okay. No, only 18 deaths from kangaroo, at least in 2015. 18. That's not a lot. No, my neighbors killed more than that in the last week. Yeah. Okay, but that's excluding the idea that we're handing easily damageable human babies over to these kangaroos. That creates a lot of opportunity for mishaps and murders. But yeah. you know how like, you can get a probably a good kangaroo cosplay on Etsy? Just dress up the baby, the fetus, whatever, in a kangaroo cosplay, put it in the pouch. Kangaroo will treat it like its own. Okay. Let's say it's I accept. Foolproof. Let's say I accept the kangaroo premise. Okay. Is kangaroo society better than human society? I mean, are they are they better to the earth? Are they better to each other? What does this look like? The ecological impact of kangaroos. I'm not 100 sure, but I I'm willing to guess our coal power plants is a little more damaging than kangaroo society. I have heard that kangaroos are assholes, but also humans are assholes. So what are we really comparing them to? If we compare them based on if they are to elevate to a human level, then I'd say kangaroos are nowhere near the assholes that humans are you know what i mean mm. yeah 
Mm. I wonder if marsupials in general, because it's not just kangaroos that have pouches. I th is it the definition of I marsupials that they that's have? That's the thing about marsupials, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they have pouches, that kind of idea. What's another marsupial than a kangaroo? Uh, uh, what are those things called? Koalas are marsupials, aren't they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, 100%. Maybe. I don't know. We had to leave before we get to see the koalas when we were in Australia. Uh, Possums are apparently marsupials. Interesting. Bandicoots are marsupials. I thought that was a video game character. Crash is a protagonist. See? The Tasmanian devil is a marsupial. Ooh. He spits a lot. Love it. Dude, this is a cool group of animals. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. They got some cool guys in there. Marsupials. Should rule the world. That's pretty cool. That's not bad. I tried to look up what a group of kangaroos is called, and I, I put like a kangaroo pack, and it turns out all I got was a picture of a can of kangaroo meat. Mm -hmm. A group of kangaroos is called a f of kangaroos. Oh, I saw a mob, a herd, or a troop, but a fuck works. Kangaroos love to fuck. I shall call them a fuck of kangaroos. <laughs> Someone just said like, holy shit, that's a fuck ton of kangaroos. And someone was like, ah, I see. Ah, uh, the kangaroo has a pouch, <laughs> raises its child. Reginald, what shall we call it when a, when a group of kangaroos approach all as one? That's a fuck of kangaroos. <laughs> fuck ton. That's a fuck of them. <laughs> so wise. Uh. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, so not raising my opinion of humanity, maybe giving me hope for Earth. Maybe humans will kill ourselves off soon enough that the kangaroo society will have a chance to flourish before the heat death of, I don't know, our solar system. I don't know, the sun. We will be What's the gonna first do? species Expand. to bring about our own extinction event. It's going to be great. Oh, wait. So I didn't... What did... Huh? <laughs> I think Wade just said we're going to be the first species to create our own extinction event. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's... It, humanity can go one of two ways. Like, we'll we'll kill ourselves long before anything else kills us. And that includes, like, us, you know, changing environments that we can no longer live in and whatnot. But also just, like, we have the capability to do it in more than one way, which is terrifying. To be able to do it in one way is scary, but to be able to do it in so many different ways is even scarier. Here's how it's going to happen. I'm going to predict the end. All right. I asked for this in a previous podcast episode and you had, I'm listening, Wade. <laughs> all right. So we all think it's going to be like global warming or overpopulation. No, here's what's going to be. Our exploration of space is going to lead us to have some kind of ego and overconfidence. 
And our solution to global warming and everything else is going to be, well, what if we just moved the Earth a little bit further away from the sun? And we're going to find a way to tether the Earth to different rockets. And they're going to start to pull us away from the sun a little bit. And then we're just going to keep going. And we're going to go past Pluto and Jupiter in that order, because that's how planets work. Shut up. And we'll all die. All right. That's that's great and interesting. Would have loved to have that in the previous podcast episode. Well, you're good now. Thanks. Can I probe this a little? Probe me, Daddy. Why at any point in the presumably years, decades, centuries that this adjustment might take place over. Why don't we turn off the jets or disconnect them or something? Eh, foresight. Eh. We kind of lose that over time. Yeah, I guess. I believe you. Mm. All right, but back on the topic of like humans being terrible. Are mm -hmm. you looking, are you actually looking for us to convince you against the idea that humans I mean, are terrible? I'm not optimistic that you can uh -huh. change my opinion, yeah. but I would love it if you could. But I just want to know like for the winning of this episode, is it essential that we change your mind? Is that what the basis of the winner is going to be? Uh, That's an aspect of it. Okay, it's an aspect. You will get points. You will get substantial points if you do change my opinion. Okay. But there are other ways to get points All right. that I have clearly laid out and will not tell you okay 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 sounds good all right well if i'm going to look at humanity optimistically mm -hmm. i would say we are in a rough transition period right now because the adjustment of humanity is moving from smaller groups or countries and whatever have you to a major globalization right like we're adjusting to being able to talk to people across the planet at any given moment not just like hearing about them in a school like oh there's this country called uh, Korea, blah, 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 you know, so, so on and so forth. We can actually just literally log online, interact with people from Korea. We can fly a plane, over, we can, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big adjustment. I think people and obviously mindsets are not easily changed immediately. I think there is a huge wave of adaptation. We've seen a lot of changes in the last couple of years, right? Where bad people in different companies have been called out for doing bad things, sexism, racism, so on and so forth. That is getting cleaned up a bit. It's really negative and unnerving to see how many bad people there have been and what they've gotten away with. But I think that for younger minds, seeing that kind of negativity called out and actually held accountable is good it's a change it's something that we haven't seen we kind of always had the i don't know there's this mindset of like eh, whatever good people finish nice guys finish last and the evil will persevere because no one's going to do that who's going to stop them but that's not staying true anymore people that fuck up are being called out for it and stuff's actually adapting to it and i think that even though the overall headlines there's a lot of negativity that we focus on i do think that's a relatively small aspect of humanity itself there are a lot of good things that come out of it not to toot our horns but a little bit of a toot Content creators, there's a lot of great content creators out there, not just for entertainment purposes, but the amount of charities that have been highlighted, the amount of people that have been going through a tough time and have found content creators to be an outlet. I mean, I have used it as an outlet to help like deal with stress or stressful times. There are days where I don't have motivation to do anything. And it's like, man, what am I gonna do just to get through today? I don't feel like playing a game. I don't feel like talking to anybody. I don't feel like doing a thing. And I'll find something to watch, someone to watch that either just gives me a distraction or makes me laugh, so on and so forth. I think there are so many positive changes and innovations coming in science and medicine so on and so forth that we can probably figure this whole thing out if we stay on course and the few bad apples out there don't overwhelm the amount of positive waves coming through and that's just the stuff off the top of my head this is without doing any real research into it. this is just me looking at things from a realistic standpoint because i don't consider myself optimistic or pessimistic i consider myself pretty real in how i approach things and think about things and i too get caught into the dwelling of seeing the negativity of humanity i've got a lot of people in that I've grown up around and know that uh, really make it hard to be optimistic in humanity. But from a realistic perspective, I think it's relatively balanced 
However, I think there's a lot more good than bad. It's just bad gets the headlines. Sensationalism gets the headlines. What do people want to click on? The link where it's like 35th person today adopts puppy. The great stories here about, you know, the occasional heartwarming story about that. It's like, okay, but this is the 35th one that happened today. Or one guy, I don't know, eats own foot, then shits out full skeleton of Velociraptor. And it's like, what a fucking idiot. That's the story that we're going to read about. And it's those stupid failures or criminals or murders. Those are the sensational things we end up seeing about. And I think that affects our mindset and puts us into the perspective of humanity sucks mm -hmm. because we ignore all of the good because that's just another common thing. It's not worth the headline. That was very large scale. I'm talking about Bob the neighbor or like Ralph the clerk. Like you want a specific person. Okay, listen, you want to know what jades me? I don't really put a lot of uh, value into like news headlines. I read news sources that I find to be accurate to like keep up with things that are happening. I like, I think I'm above it, but I'm sure I'm not. Things affect me. And I'm sure that my, like you're talking about, my perception is skewed by what people focus on in order to drive clicks and views and stuff. But what really, really, really jades me is in the everyday world, if I go on a trip to the grocery store, in a two hour trip where I'm driving to the grocery store, grocery shop and get home, I will see people cut each other off dangerously on the roads in cars. I will see people ignore each other, do little rude slights. I will see all this stuff where it's like, people aren't being evil. They're just being rude. They're clearly- it's the same thing though, is what I just said at a smaller scale. You're, no, you're no, 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 about... I'm not to my point yet. Okay. I'm all not right. done. All right. People are being rude. I see all this, right? And I think to myself like, but I try and be a nice person. Like I do my best. I can't control what other people do. It affects my opinion of them maybe if I know who they are as personally, but I try and be a nice person. But I do that same shit. No matter how hard I try, no matter how much I look at a situation and I'm like, oh, I would have done it differently. Mm. I'm a much more empathetic person. I would never do that. Yeah, I have and would. I cut people off all the time when I'm driving, probably accidentally or unknowingly because it's, you know, not affecting me. I just really needed to make that exit on the highway or whatever. I probably, you know, do things in public where I push past someone without thinking and that person's like, wow, rude, what the hell? We're all going to the same place, buddy. I am those people. I don't know if everyone thinks this, but what jades me is I feel like I look around and I'm like, people can be so mean and petty and and rude and small-minded and even worse, people can be so bigoted and, and hateful towards each other, but I'm not like that. But I am. I don't think I'm like a bigot or a closet, you know, like racist or something. I am I really do try to be a good person. But all that stuff that I see in humanity that makes me like question people and feel bad about us as a, as a society, we all do all that same shit. Everyone likes to think they're the hero of their own story. And I think to some people, you probably are the hero. To yourself, depending on how self-interested and aware you are, I'm sure you're the hero of your story. You're the protagonist in every situation. But in everyone else's story, I'm definitely the antagonist. I've been the asshole. I've been the rude idiot who's being ignorant or displaying how, how much I don't care about them. Everyone is like that. Mm -hmm. If even I'm like that and I try and be a good person, everyone is like that. That's what jades me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Am I a bad person? No. You got, like, I don't think I'm like a bad person, you know, in the deep, like big state, but like I'm a bad person. I'm an asshole. No, all the no, time no, no, in no. everyday life is, i do stuff all the time is this I'm sure. is yeah this, you no know, you're right it, whoa, is oh. this whole podcast just us to try to help you love yourself bob maybe 
maybe. Yeah, I, I tried to help with humanity and you're like, no, 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 I suck. Is this to try to tell you how good of a person you are? I mean, that might be worth points. I'm not promising anything, but. Because you are. You're such a good person. You're such a good person. You're such a good person. Oh, who's a good person? Bob is. Bob's a good person. You're a good person. Oh, yes, you are. You're the best. You're the best person. You're so good. How does that make you feel? Do you feel better, Bob? You feel better, Bob? No, I don't like that at all. Oh. <laughs> well, you must be a bad person. That's a bad Bob. That's a bad person. You're bad. You're bad. You're so bad. Is that better? Kind of. That at least feels more accurate. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see. Well, I don't know what you want then. I guess I'm curious how you feel about that. About me in general, you know, I... I mean, so Wade, Wade talked about it on the macro, right? So I'm looking at it at the micro scale uh -huh. on a daily basis. That's how I feel. I feel... I question my own motives. Am I selfish? Am I good? Am I bad? Do you guys do that? Am I insane? I mean... <sighs> I do, but mine comes down to internally, I am very selfish, but I think we all are. I think that the difference comes in actions i think every decision i want to make the first thing i always think of is me what do i want what do i want to eat what do i want to do what do uh you know me 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 but my decision making contradicts that a lot sometimes what i want to do is x but i'm like well i've not talked to this person in a while so i'll do y today hang out with them i know they want to do this and make their day feel better I know they've been going through a rough time or i really got to make that phone call i can only get health insurance renewed you know between this time and this time so i guess i might as well do this today make sure molly and i are covered in case something goes on there's always the me aspect and then there's the overcoming that selfish inclination to do what either what i need to do or do what i think is right or you know i don't want to let this person in i've been driving on the highway i've been waiting in this lane going 60 miles in a 65 for the past two minutes i don't want this person getting in front of me they should have gotten in when they could but I'll let him in anyway, because, you know, if that was me, I'd want someone to let me in. So, all right, here you go. Mm -hmm. And the inclination, the thought is usually selfish or self-serving at the very least. I can be bitter and petty and stuff, but in action, I generally think I do the right thing. I'm mean, sure there are times where I have to like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to get over. I need to go. Oh, sorry, person. Sorry. Got to get in front of you. Whoops. My bad. Mm -hmm. I, th I think these are like such like too small scale. They're such innocuous things because all those can come down to just an action. Accident. I think the real test is like you have imagine you're in a room and you don't know the other two people in there you're in the room with there's three people in the room you include there's a total of three there's two and plus one you are the one they're the two <sighs> got it so let me get this credit there's three people yeah there's three people in the room not one not one not two not two but three. three you are one of those three four is much too many there's not in the room the correct number we shall count to will be three. three got it so you don't know these other two you don't know how you got there there's one guy that gives you a gun and tells you to shoot the other person or he will shoot you now like that's an interesting dilemma because like oh, do you shoot the person who gave you the gun and try to rescue it like do you know who the person is now what if he offers you a million dollars to shoot that other person that you don't know like would that change your opinion like these are the indications of like morally good i think there's even like isn't there a, like a morality test not just like an internet like cosmopolitan test but there's like an actual like scientific moral ethic test or at least there probably should be considering their like morals and ethics classes but just like is that inherently part of the human experience is it trained is it like taught is it from previous experiences you have certain biases towards certain actions and if so if a million dollars won't convince you to shoot that person is there a number that would convince you to shoot that person kind of the whole concept of squid game spoilers maybe scrub that out in case people haven't watched it <laughs> 
Scrub it. I haven't Scrub watched it. Bleep it all out. Bleep all of it out. I don't think that's a spoiler. That okay, comes right. out in like the first uh, the second yeah, okay. episode. I don't know. That's like a premise of the show. Yeah, yeah. But just like the concept of like, okay, like the idea of being a good or bad person can't be boiled down to, oh, did you put your shopping cart away? You know, or did you let someone in in traffic? It's like, I don't think that's a qualification for a good person because it's not a severe enough test, right? You got to get down to the nitty gritty. You got to break people down. Well, I, I think it's more of an additive. I think doing a lot of small good things adds up over time. It's not one individual action. It's doing a lot of good over time. Now, your example, I think, comes down to what was the inherent motivation? If it's survival, then it depends if your survival instinct is higher than like your inclination to not kill. Because in your example, you don't know what the result is. If it's money, sure, you do. If it's like, hey, I'll give you a million bucks to shoot this person. You know you're getting money for an act. If it comes down to like you're aiming a gun at a person to your left, they're aiming a gun at a person to their left and so on and so forth. So ultimately there's a gun aimed at you. <laughs> it's and it's like, and if you're told like, if you don't shoot the person on your left, the person on your right will shoot you. Uh, yeah. It's, it's almost like the boat scene from the, what was it? Batman, the dark Knight, where like, there's the two boats, the boat of criminals and the boat of civilians. They both have a detonator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you think the other person's going to blow you up, if you don't blow them up, then it's not whether you're a good person. It's whether you think like one, you're going to survive if you don't pull it. Mm -hmm. And two, is your life worth more than theirs? I guess is the question. That's the whole, there's a whole lot of different questions there. Yeah. Or do you think that they would actually do that to you? Do you think they're a bad person? It's kind of like the idea. If you are pessimistic about someone else's good intentions and you try to preempt them, does that make you a bad person? If you are a good person and they're a bad person and they blow you up, was your goodness worth anything? You know, because not only did you blow up, you also lost the lives of all the people on your ship. You are inherently responsible, but I mean, they are responsible, obviously, because they did it. But it's just like, could that weigh on your conscience? Like these kinds of like situations things of good or bad or just like impossible to reconcile because it's like it's like a fantastic scenario that none of us will ever be in the most good or bad that we usually are in is is someone like in need of help and am i willing to help them See, i think it's two different ways to look at it. i think that there's can you still be good in an extreme situation versus do you overall just do good from your day-to-day -day life i guess what you're convincing me of is that i framed my question inaccurately because what yeah what you're talking about mark is like the absolute extreme case testing someone's morality and mm. like what order are your values in in order of you dying someone else dying the value of money or whatever reward thing like there's an order to your morality everyone values things you know theoretically differently if it was a sliding scale with an infinite number of uh, positions probably no two people have exactly the same sliding uh, settings on their sliders for their life others lives a child versus an adult, whatever. But like my, I guess my question is more like what I was getting at and maybe it's too small for me to say humanity is bad, is humanity is selfish. The extent to which you are an asshole in public and the things that I was talking about, the, the small things, the non, the non life and death, everyday things that happen where people are either are or are not considerate. Mm. I guess it has to do with selfishness and not in a, like a bad way. Like I think I'm the only one who deserves anything. I am selfish. I must, you know, I deserve it all. But like, if you are self absorbed, self-centered, you're not spending a lot of time and energy concerned about, is this rude? Am I about to do? something that's going to inconvenience the people around me. You're concerned about like, I have to do X thing. I'm going to do it in the most efficient way possible for me because it's convenient for me to do it this way right now.
And like, I don't even know if that's right or wrong. There are certainly situations where if someone is selfish and, you know, screws someone else over, hurts someone, denies someone access to something they need, mm. medical, like, sure, there are cases where that's, I think, objectively wrong to have done that. But is it wrong, I guess? Am I just judgy? Am I just a very empathetic, like outwardly focused person where I'm concerned about how I'm affecting other people? I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be rude. Is that any more right or wrong than someone? Someone who is not concerned if they're rude or inconvenient to other people, they are doing what they need to do because they're a living, breathing person. They have legitimate interest. They're just doing, you know, legally, morally, nothing wrong. They're just doing what they need to do, going about their day. Is that a difference or is that just me? Am I just a judgy, judgy Jason over here? I mean, you see in others what you see in yourself. Kind of like, are you constantly weighing other people's against your own internal struggles? Because I imagine if everyone's thoughts were broadcast loudly out in the open, we would not be able to sustain our ourselves like as a society because like it's all the weird like random bullshitty thoughts along with the self-doubt would be broadcast for everyone to hear oh god yeah the horrible thoughts i have about you guys all the time yeah <laughs> yeah wait for you to hear those <laughs> so this is a big philosophical question to me because my focus when i was in college in philosophy was morals and ethics and the frustration that you all will have will be the same one that I had is that it depends is the answer. It depends on what moral theory you're applying to any given situation. There are anywhere from like three to eight moral theories that depend on how you look at it. And they all approach things from a different way. Some moral theories, it's all about action and consequence more than intent. So like if you do bad, even if your intention is good or you didn't intend to do bad, so you cut somebody off, right? And they freak out and they wreck their car. You didn't hit them, but the result of you getting in front of them was the wreck. Therefore, what you did was bad. What if your intent was good? What if you uh, were trying to race to get someone to the hospital and that happened? You know, it doesn't matter. Well, ultimately, the result was something bad happened. That is one application of moral theory. One moral theory is all about intention. If you're trying to do good, if your intent is good, then regardless of result, good. And then there's more complicated ones, right? There's utilitarianism, which is the greater good. Any decision is morally correct if more good comes out of it than bad. If the other decision results in more bad happening overall, then that is a immoral act. So there's a guy strapped on the train on the left. There's two people strapped to the train on the right. The train's about to hit these two people. Well, you pull the lever. You kill one person to save the two lives. That's utilitarianism very boiled down to simplicity. There's Kantian ethics. There's so on and so forth. There's so many different ways to look at moral decisions and moral theories and apply them to situations that good and bad is very dependent on your approach to the situation. Most moral theories would say murder is wrong, you know, not saying like, you know, killing someone that might kill a million other people would be <laughs> not, not applying it to that. Just saying like killing in general with intent to murder someone is probably wrong. Most moral theories would agree to that. But other things, it depends. I see a lot of different trolleys appearing. We have trolley images. You guys ever look at the, the trolley? This is the trolley. Yeah, literally uh, the trolley problem is the funniest fucking thing I've ever had <laughs> in my entire goddamn life. The trolley one's so fascinating because there's another implication. It's killing versus letting die, uh, which comes down to actually that's a lot of more like euthanasia and stuff. Like some of that spins off of the trolley dilemma, killing versus letting die. Mm. If you actively kill someone, is it worse than letting them die? And there's examples of things where it's like, oh, letting them die is wrong because it results in more suffering versus no killing is wrong because you're actively taking a life and so on and so forth it's it's very interesting but so let's try to simplify this really quickly bob I'm, i know i'm not doing a good job of explaining any of these moral theories but it really just depends on how, how what your approach is and what you prioritize because no moral theory is i don't think fully accepted more than another they all end up being situational and a lot of law is based on morals but law is different than morals and ethics 
it has to be but whether you are good or bad depends on your approach what you did and whether you justify the results the intent so on and so forth and it's just such a complicated question and i cannot give you the answer you want i am sorry what were you saying about the trolley mark yeah yeah man. <laughs> i'm not disinterested in what you said wade i was just curious why mark thought it was funny to kill people no 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 it's <laughs> the trolley problem meme have you never explored trolley problem memes i haven't actually i mean i've seen like trolley problem political cartoons but i haven't gone down it in a meme sense i've not seen the meme you've never seen like trolley problem memes like the one i just posted there like there's nothing you do to save the people however the lever you stand next to controls the music playing from the boom box attached to the trolley if you pull it to your left it plays all star by smash mouth but if you pull it to your right it plays any random anime song you can only pull it once and if you don't pull it it defaults to all-star you cannot kill yourself <laughs> like that's the trolley problem <laughs> or like the quantum trolley problem if you do not pull the lever the train will stray on track c if you pull the lever the train will either be on a or b until you observe the train you will not know the effect of pulling the lever and thus is it said to be in a superposition <laughs> uh mickey's dick smasher mickey's dick smasher mickey's dick smasher mickey's dick Dick Smasher, Mickey's di Mickey's Dick Smasher, Mickey's Dick Smasher. <laughs> what? Wasn't it like? Is it like Goofy's Vagina Stretcher? I don't remember. Oh my god! What the hell is happening? <laughs> Two roller coasters that collide into each other going down hills. A guy or girl stands here and gets their dick smashed between the two roller coasters. Okay. I think it was like Donald's vagina stretcher. It's like the opposite of Mickey's dick smasher. You have two trains that are like uh, magnetically launched opposite directions and then just like... Please don't post the image of that one. <laughs> I can't find it. Mark, what if you made me Google? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. What are you talking about? What's happening in here? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, I just Googled vagina smash and uh, honestly, no, the no, images not are not what I expected. Smash. There's, the no <laughs> There's no Donald. There's no Donald. There's no Donald in anywhere. In here. I was chilling by my friend and find Donald in here. <laughs> this is just a vagina. There's some very happy guys here, but no Donald. <laughs> ah. Yeah, no. I just <laughs> wait. I got another. I got another uh, trolley problem. Hedonist trolley problem. The track is headed towards B. If you pull the lever, it will switch to A, but it won't do the totally sick loop to loop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I don't know who's hijacking it for stupid economy or political memes. Like, that's not the point. It's just like, God, I love it. <sighs> anyway, I feel like you explained how a person might justify whatever they believe, but I don't know if that actually changed my mind at all. Wait. Well, yeah, I, I don't know that I can. I think I represent humanity, and I still think I'm bad. Well, have you ever considered the idea of maybe you are? Are you just apathetic, Bob? Is it possible you're not bad? It's just apathy? Do you intentionally cut people off with a thought like, ah, fuck you. I hope you almost crash as I get in front of you. Or is it more just like, oh shit, I need to get over. Or a lack of, I don't know, just situational awareness. I'm not saying you're not paying attention while driving, but like, you know, maybe your immediate thought at that that moment isn't negative when you're cutting somebody off or are you traveling through life with a gta style point score up in the top left corner of your vision <laughs> and you have to fight the urge to collect as many points as possible and then when you see a new mother with a pram pushing across the crosswalk are you just like resisting the temptation for those glorious points and are you ignoring good things that you do are you simply dwelling on like a few negative things and you're like overall therefore that makes me bad because these situations happen and i did x whereas you're ignoring a lot of the things where it's like x was a selfish decision but you actually did y i guess my conclusion about it would be i have good intentions
situations. Like there is 0% of the time where I'm trying to be an a-hole. But even with that as my motivator, I know there have been situations where regardless of what I meant, what I did in someone else's, you know, experience, what I did to them gave them the visceral reaction of, oh, look at this asshole. Damn it. Look at this guy. And like, to me, I was just like, ooh, whoops, got to do whatever. Got to get over. I'm late. It was pure intentions. I don't think I'm a bad person at heart, but I guess I just, what's that quote? Every, everybody, everybody you meet is fighting a battle that you have no knowledge of, of which you have no knowledge. I don't know. Something like that. Like you can never know the context of another person. And I guess I just see so many people being rude and experience myself. So many times I'll just, something will happen. And in my head, I'm like, oh, why was that so rude? Like it probably wasn't right. It probably was someone who has had the same motivation as me of like, oh, I'm late. I'm in a hurry. I really need this. I'm not trying to be rude. I just, you know, my child is sick, whatever. But I always think it's negative. And I think everyone else always thinks it's negative. Like everyone, if you hear someone come home from work and they tell a story about like, oh, this, this guy came in. It's never like, yeah, he was, he was so crazy. He was in a rush. He was like asking us if we could hurry up. And like, I just wonder what's going on with him. You know, like, why is he so stressed out? I hope he's okay. Everyone is always like, this guy came in and he would not leave me alone. He was rushing me. He's like, it's like he doesn't understand that it takes time to do my job, that there are other customers. Like if everyone assumes the worst, everyone just thinks everyone's terrible. Everyone thinks I'm terrible that I run into and I do the same thing. I feel like there's a negative preconception about everything that you experience in public when there's no logical reason for that. Well, I think there might be. I think intrinsically things that go right don't stick with this as much because there's nothing to gain from that. Whereas in the past, you know, survival instincts, it's like something goes wrong or something is bad and it does stick out so we learn something from it we learn to either avoid that person or that creature or that situation or so on and so forth and it's just like that aspect of us hasn't evolved and changed and so the negative sticks out to us and it sucks that it does but you know i mean that's again why sensational headlines and stuff stick out it's why i think back to working retail and a lot of the things i remember are the negative things i have to like think about it I'll be like oh man that was a really fun night but the first couple things i think of were that time that that guy threatened me with a shotgun or that time that that kid threw all of the shit on the floor we had to clean it up or the time I had to clean up a horrible bloody mess in one of the bathrooms like a lot of the negative moments stand out to me and I don't think that's because I'm bad or you know this and that was bad I think that just negativity for some reason jumps out in our minds and I think that's an instinctual thing that's hard to you know combat I've got an example that I think might convince you Bob yeah. of just by comparison of what is good and bad humans are bad but I posit that monkeys are worse. Okay. <laughs> I went to the zoo once and I was there with, you know, some friends and uh, we were looking at the chimpanzees and um, we were watching them and they were just like in their exhibit and they were having a good time. And then this one chimp came over to the window, looked us dead in the eye, kind of looked us up and down, left to right at each of us, reached down behind itself towards its buttocks, shot out a turd, brought it right up to its lip and popped that bad boy right in. And it made us watch. And I know it's probably happened, but I've never encountered that with a human. So in my personal experience, I think that humans can't be that bad because I haven't seen that. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but there's worse. There's probably much worse. So by the, the transitive property, humanity can't be that bad. And therefore you, Bob, if you haven't put shit in your mouth in front of someone else and made them watch, I'd say you're doing all right. Taking Mark's weird approach here, looking at a statistic, humans are responsible for 437,000 human deaths a year, but there is something worse than humans. It's not monkeys. It's mosquitoes. 750,000 deaths a year. Oh, shit. So I guess monkeys for Mark, mosquitoes for statistics. Dude, I hate mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are the worst. Dude, 
I know. They don't do anything good. Well, just spread diseases. So uh, I guess uh, if we're going to take the humanity sucks, but there's worse out there approach than mosquitoes and monkeys. There you go. The M&Ms of the world. The transitive property always wins out. You can always get to the bottom of something with the transitive property. And you know what you get with humans, monkeys, and mosquitoes? Mm. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I see. It's because the, the first letter of the H M. Um, this and it would read that as hmm. Yeah, it made me think of back in the day when we did the uh, that creature and spore, the hmm. But this is the hmm. Mm. The, uh, the start. <sighs> At least you're on a mosquito, Bob. Feel better about yourself now? Kinda, I guess. Or monkey, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I thought was gonna come of this. Got a little more serious than I thought, but I think we've reached a conclusion. You dropped me into moral theory. Don't take me to moral theory, or else I have to. I think we've reached a natural endpoint. I think that's gonna be it for today's discussion. I'm gonna pretend to tabulate some points. Will put a sound in that sounds like I'm tabulating things. This actually turned into a real squeaker. It started off. It started off kind of one-sided. And then Wade, I know I was pretty dominant. Wade really threw down a lot of philosophy stuff that made me think and almost made me not hate myself as much as I do. I didn't know. And then Mark turned it around the whole monkey situation. We had the nice discussion. It's a real squeaker. This is a real back of the book point that Wade earned. I think the winner is Wade because he stole it with the never before used point by any of us actually putting knowledge you gained from education to use. <laughs> <laughs> Wade is formally educated in moral theory and philosophy. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Classically trained. And God damn it, if you didn't use some of that probably misremembered knowledge today during the podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. I basically showed you the index. <laughs> and that's all. I was like, here's the table of contents of philosophy, moral theory. <laughs> that's all I did. I have a law degree. I took the foundation of moral and ethics, that sort of thing. So I knew that, but I bet that was interesting to people who may not have heard of those things before. And if you found it interesting, you should look them up. Moral theory is very, very fascinating. Moral theory is exhausting, but fascinating. See, and you never get a good answer. There's no such thing as a good answer. Prepare to be dissatisfied. True. But it's fascinating. But valiant effort, Mark. Thank you. You scored a lot of good points. Thank you. Uh, I really liked you. Almost had it with the monkeys, but... Thank you. Wade reached deep in the rule book, pulled out the old Mosquitoes. educational lap application points interesting oh. so yeah what do you have to say wade you happy happy victor yeah after today's episode i think uh what i have gained from this is uh pay attention when you're driving use your turn signal leave space don't be an asshole and uh bug spray mosquitoes will kill us all that's a good point mosquitoes are dangerous man and i guess avoid monkeys if those around you are pretty dangerous too yeah psychologically there's a story of, like, I don't want to go into it right now, but there, there's a story about someone who had a pet monkey that like ended up like just annihilating their friend and- It was an orangutan. I forget the monkey's name was. It was like a, it was like a monkey that was like famous. I forget, God, I cannot remember all the details, but this monkey was like famous and was like a town icon, was in commercials and stuff. And then like one day just like annihilated someone's face and stuff and had to be put down. It's a really sad story. Makes me agree with Mark. Next time on Distractable, that monkey Wade can't remember about. <laughs> Listeners, thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. I hope we didn't scare you away from ever listening again. I'm sorry I brought up, I don't know, whatever I brought up, morals. That's my bad. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you check the little plus. You've added it to your whatever. On whatever platform you listen, it'll tell you every week when there's a new one. It's always on Monday. You could remember, but you don't even have to. Uh, you can find Mark at Markiplier on on, you know, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. You could find Wade. Travis, the monkey's name was Travis. 
at Travis's house, I guess. I don't That's know. just a sad story. Don't look it up. It's a sad story. He's on Twitch, Minion777, LordMinion777 elsewhere. That's the end. Thanks for indulging me. I still hate myself. Podcast out. I love me.